Hello and welcome to my podcast. This is How to Build a Creative Business in a Noisy World, a podcast where you can find the best information to help you start from the ground up, to help you realize that creativity is a path that you can pursue and also to share some of my life stories so that you can really get to know me and the journey that I have had to get to where I am today as a professional painter, educator, and podcaster. Thanks for listening and I really hope you enjoy the episode. Hi and welcome to my podcast. My name is Ali Hart and you're listening to How to Build a Creative Business Hindsight Series. And I say people because it's under the umbrella of creatives, business folk, family, friends who I am inspired by and I know that they have a story to tell and I am excited to have them sharing it. So today I have Lee Telford. Hi Lee. Hello. It is lovely to have you. So um, if you just want to tell us, so people who have listened for a while will know your name and know um, how inspired I have felt having worked um, with you, uh, with you in a coaching capacity for me and the growth that I felt from that and um, so I would tap into that a little bit about dealing with fear and just sitting in the moment and um, believing in the universe really I suppose yes. so yes. do you want to just give a little bit just tell us a little bit about what you do if you're happy to summarize that yeah I'll try my best so my name is Lee and my business is called my well-being pal so I am an intuitive well-being coach and what that means is I help mainly women now I have some men clients but I help mainly women just find themselves again just remember who they are just rediscover this part of them that they've maybe lost um maybe they've changed careers maybe they want to change careers maybe they want to have children maybe they've had children they've lost that part of them or maybe they are they're feeling imbalanced physically mentally emotionally and um they're not understanding how to bring that back into balance again so i am trained in holistic nutrition and holistic means whole so what that means is it's very different from clinical nutrition and um it means instead of just you, you would go to the doctor with a symptom and the doctor helps you with that i look at the symptom but i go back to the source And what I have found from working with people is generally the source goes way back years and years. And it's generally, um, generally nine times out of 10, it's it's an emotional issue that started maybe the physical problem. So the word intuitive is very, very key with what I do because I am really, really sensitive and I have been all my life. I've suffered mental health. I've been a very, very sensitive child, but I am now using that as my gift. And that really helps me with clients. And you'll know from working with me that I just feel things. I feel you know I know you know Ali with you you you've talked obviously about heart stuff and things like that and when I'm working with clients you don't even need to mention it and I will feel that in my body and that helps me and it guides me to an area that we need to work with even before you say anything to me um and it's a gift that I've just ignored for a long long time so what I've done is I've brought all the learnings of you know my nutrition I've also um trained in yoga um I've also trained in reiki and energy work integrated energy therapy essential oils and um brought that all together into one package just to help women brilliant um I suppose that's well we can <laughs> that's great that's brilliant I I'm I can't wait to talk to you about um to delve a little bit deeper but do you want to just mm. um tell us how you got to this stage because that's one of the things I love to talk about is how creatives it's rarely just um get your degree and go straight into yes. jobs it's not that path is is winding and beautiful and treacherous sometimes but can you tell us a little bit about how you got there 
Yes, I was thinking about this this morning and trying to keep it really succinct. succinct. (laughs) And I think it all started back, and I want to start back with a failure. It started back actually whenever I failed my 11 plus. And I feel it's important to talk about that. Me too, yes. And um, that was, um, it was really interesting because that's a point where I failed it for a reason, but I didn't know that. I didn't know that that would be my biggest motivator in life. To, to do everything that I do and but I also didn't realize that what that would do was it would there would be an energy block of failure not feeling good enough that would reside in my body for a very very long time and a lot of things would culminate from that issues with food issues with not dealing with emotions mm-hmm. um, lack of confidence and speaking out and relationships and all sorts of things but that so that's when it started for me and then Whenever um, I moved on, then you, you know you're, you're 11 plus. Then you do your GCSEs, obviously in the UK. And um, for me, I worked really, really hard. But it's like I put myself into a box to please the world around me, mm-hmm. to achieve, to to and and I worked really, really hard. But I just wasn't doing what my passion was. And I I loved art actually, Ali. I was really, really creative. So whenever I you know moved from GCSEs to A levels, I ended up doing um, business and art. Okay. And it was really interesting. I was looking at these two things. As this morning and you've got a for art and b for business the a and the b and i made a pact with myself and i said right my career is going to be in art if i get an a or it's going to be in the business if i get a b i'm going to look down the business route so i immediately just i i, I cut myself off to be this perfect person mm-hmm. to achieve and i cut myself off from my dreams a little bit because i am so creative and um but i always believe and that has made me who i am and I needed to go down this path and this journey. And um, so I went into business. I did a degree in well, sorry communication. Sorry to interrupt you there. You, you were that young and you were that sort of intuition. That was that you were very direct in choosing and picking mm-hmm. up on an A and a B. Mm-hmm. But also I was brought up and we didn't have a lot of money growing up. And my parents would have fought a lot, you know, about money. My dad lost his job. So there was there was worry about um, money and, and, and having a job. So then yeah. that sort of took over the dreams doesn't it just takes over just doing what you love because you have to be practical so I sort of and this is what I work with with people with is you've got this intuitive side uh, and you've used logic side and sometimes this logic side the head can take over too much and we don't tune into this intuitive side we lose that that part of us you know and I call this the feminine the masculine as well do you know so whenever I whenever I um you know then did the degree in communication advertising and marketing and I ended up just going into the corporate world working in marketing it was very high stress it was very intense sales marketing it was for a drinks company and it was you know it was really it really burnt me out but I learned an awful lot and then then what happened was I got sick what happened was my body just shut down and sick physically I suffered headaches I suffered low moods I suffered um, IBS symptoms you know skin issues like anything (laughs) bloated tummy just and that really got me to stop that was like a wake-up call and I talk a lot about wake-up calls and that was my first one yeah and that really got me um I went and had a food intolerance test I started to look at diet I was terrible junk food um you know obviously just glasses of wine at night and just I I wasn't good at all and I was just I was losing myself I was just surviving I was like this zombie like person you know and I didn't know who I was so then I um how old were you at this stage then so this would have been I graduated in 2000 so I'm 42 Mm -hmm. 
I'm terrible with numbers. Yeah, <laughs> you can work this out. Yeah. So, so um, I graduated in the year 2000 and then okay. I worked, I actually wrote this down. I actually worked then in that sort of corporate world for about 12 years in the year 2000 to, to 2012. And that's okay. when I had my third child. But it was really before the birth of my first child, um, which was in around sort of not 2007. So about seven years into working in this industry, um, I just hit rock bottom. I suffered really low mental health. I've talked about this where I actually attempted suicide. And um, that was like the best and the worst thing again that could happen um, because it got me to really, it shook me up and it got me to look at things. I just couldn't go about just in this non-existence anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, that was the biggest wake up call. And that's when I started this type of work. I started to look deeper. I started to read books. I started to go to my own coach, my own Reiki healer, just look at nutrition. And then I like to know everything about it. So then I trained in it all. Mm-hmm. So that's really what I've been doing since then you know that was sort of 2007 I had my first child in 2009 then 2011 2012 that was the three children Mm -hmm. and then really at the birth of my third child she woke me up again and that's when I ended up leaving the corporate world and setting up my nutritional pal okay so (laughs) brilliant no it's so fascinating to hear and then with your um the 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 intuition side and everything there because that's we just I didn't know that about the 11 plus because that is really interesting so having worked with you um I, I and I always know I've been to counseling before and I know this is very different um from that in many ways um for me it felt it felt actually deeper with yeah. what you and I talked about but for me a lot of it stems from dad so that pinnacle point of seven and eight years of age it was yes. the eighth before, week before my eighth birthday um, but interestingly, the 11 plus is something I feel like I talk a lot about as well. Um, and how, that is actually how I connect with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Do you find mm-hmm. with you, um, with recognizing those points, it's that thing of um, always talk to creatives about uh, finding the, the um, not the hotspot, finding the, 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 those points or dates and then empowering yourself drawing them out and moving forward do you feel that there is a power in that um for boosting creativity and just life in general because you're saying there about um like suicide I'm so sorry to hear about that that is yeah. a massive it's powerful and I and I question I, I I sort of like do I mention this or do I not and I I just want to fully be myself and I don't want to people to think I'm this perfect person you know my life is good you know but every day is a struggle and you know I want people to understand that mental health is something to be talked about yeah and um it, it you know there is a difference you know and, and for me I wasn't depressed that's the thing mm-hmm. I just something happened and I hit rock bottom and I didn't have the tools we don't have the tools and that's what I that's what I, I do with women is help give them the tools to navigate that but I, I feel that the thing that you've touched on there is really important and that's what I talked about at the start was getting to the source of stuff mm-hmm. and the source is generally from childhood and there is something about age seven or eight for many of us yeah. that where our light is dimmed I feel or where we 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 learn we, we actually realize that we're very separate that we are this entity that we can walk and talk and have an opinion but other people don't like that opinion mothers and fathers and teachers if it's not an agreement with theirs Mm-hmm. and what we do is subconsciously then we want to please the world around us and we have been brought up to be these good girls and good boys and do this and do that 
And then we lose that part of us. That's that intuitive part of us. And it's really interesting. And I find with school and me being, especially creatives, I feel, because our mind is so vast and we don't think what, and what I, I'm going to say, I'll just say creative because I feel everybody is creative. I feel mm-hmm. everybody is here to create. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel we're just, some of us are a bit different and I felt really different. Um, and I felt that, you know, I felt that school, I really struggled because, and what now I know that it just wasn't presented in a way that my brain understood. Mm-hmm. There was nothing in, there's no course in this type of work that I do now, you know, mm-hmm. there was nothing there available for me and my gifts. And it's really, really interesting. I'm finding this now with my youngest child. I had to take her out of school just before Christmas because she was really struggling in the school that she was in. And she was getting really, really stressed and really traumatized because she wasn't being seen. She was, her light was being dimmed. This is not against teachers or anything it was just an experience that we had and I have moved her to another school we're now in lockdown she hasn't even met her teachers she hasn't even been in the school and she is thriving she's like this flower that is blooming now um and, and how old is she sorry is she but she means my second she's eight. Oh, she's eight. Seven, eight. Well, that's so interesting you're saying about that because I think it's psychologically proven that mm. the seven and eight is when you become aware that you don't you're saying that you don't have also you're self-conscious apparently that's another thing you learn about um being self-conscious so it is um I there was just so I want you to to open up even more about this so for I don't I don't mind saying it now and talking about it now but I don't mean to say woo woo but you know people are when I one of the sessions that we had and you do go I, I guess quite deep and my son now is going through play therapy and because I had this uh, intuitive therapy with you, I feel even more invested and I can see how even, you know, after his therapy, like he's very sensitive to touch and even the bubbles in the bath, there's lots of things that keep coming up. But one of the experiences I had with you was uh, going to the beach, which I love, Port Bantray, uh, which is a place in Northern Ireland that we would have gone with my dad. And, um, being there with him uh, and the other interesting thing I want people to know is I'm talking with on video now with Lee and people will watch this in YouTube but all of the sessions with you were on the phone yes so I don't even think it's just because I'm a creative that I was able to get involved in that vision side of it but um can you just explain a little bit of um I couldn't wait to tell people about that experience with my dad it was very emotional um but it was one of the things that we were doing was um I was seeing myself as that seven, I can hear you cry now, eight-year-old, yeah. but then also was there as an older version of myself, comforting the younger version. And my dad was there and he was just telling me it was okay and we're around a bonfire. Mm-hmm. And then I had this lovely experience in August when I was in, in the water myself at nine in the morning. And then I stood right where that bonfire in my mind was. Um, I don't think you have to be... Uh, uh, an artist to be able to go to those places can you explain a little bit about what um if it's easy enough to do but um for people might not understand, that actually really helped my business because I talk mm. about personal branding I talk about knowing yourself really well that journey with dad and me understanding your saying about being normal and knowing that dad you know there was a space and there's a time and he wasn't perfect really valuable to me can you yeah. explain a little bit about that or unravel a little bit of that 
I will try and do it. And I don't remember sessions. Um, yes. So there would have been a point where we started talking where you would have said, I'd say you have an intention for the session or you're, there's something coming up for you that week, like a block or something that you're struggling with. So what we would have done is closed our eyes and got ourselves into a lovely, calm, intuitive place where we were connecting. And um, this is where you are starting to slow the breathing down and you're starting to open up to that part of the brain that is intuitive. OK, and um, you're also getting into your really your, your body's kicking into what's called the parasympathetic nervous system of rest and digest. You're not in the sympathetic. So you're a lot calmer. You're not in a fear in a place of love to go into your soul, to go into your heart, to connect with the deepest parts of you. So within you, you have the way I say it is we have these three aspects of us. And this is men and women, but we have these three aspects, or the sun is getting brighter and brighter, three aspects of us. And um, we have this inner child, we have this mother energy, and we have this, what I call the wise, wild woman, right? Mm -hmm. So to heal all parts and those aspects, we have to start generally with the inner child, okay? And what I find for many of us, when we have a fear or a block, or we're struggling with something, it's generally, it starts with this inner child, which is this part of us that is scared for us to move forward that is in fear it's not us that's in fear it's her and but she is so loud and she is so anxious um because it's it's like when I had my first sort of session like this very different obviously it wasn't on the phone I was lying on a bed and my um mentor at the time you know the first concept of inner child healing she just said there is oh there is like 12 versions of you around the bed and I was like what I thought she'd lost the plot. And I said, what do you mean? She says, these are all different parts of you at different ages that are really sad. They're so sad. Some are angry, some are sad, some are fearful. And these would have been points in my life where I wouldn't have felt good or something would have happened. It doesn't need to, for you, it was a big trauma, like losing your dad at that age. For other people, it can be a small trauma, mm -hmm. like where you have a brother and sister and the sister gets the ice cream and the brother doesn't. But the way they've interpreted that is I'm not good enough for that ice cream. Mm -hmm. And what we do is we go back in time into those memories. They're like subconscious memories. They're not there all of the time. And when you're in that calm place, that takes you back so you can see things a lot clearer mm -hmm. and you can see the people around you were just doing the best that they could. You can see that you had interpreted that in maybe the wrong way or a different way. You can see, you know, sometimes I will bring the energy of our mom and our dad in to have these conversations. Um, we might do some writing where we're just getting, speaking our truth. And, you know, sometimes if we've had an issue with somebody in the past, I've heard us, you know, um, and it's never intentional. Everybody just does the best they can. Mm -hmm. And we go back and we just, we can speak that in these sessions and it releases so much energy. Mm -hmm. I hope I'm explaining that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so... Um, it's a super, super powerful thing to do. And for me, before, you know, I, I, the first lockdown hit in March. Mm -hmm. So people came to me physically. But what I found in that was that was a codependency I find. Right. And I find that um, they were just coming and then I was healing them, coming and I was making them better, coming. I was like, this is not serving them. And um, so, when and I knew that this energy is energy it can be it does you don't need to be in the room like you've seen my meditations that I do on the page and that's me sending an energy and I, the message that I get from those meditations even if people don't understand that you do mm -hmm. but if you hadn't have been to a session you would like well I just feel better so I'll go with that mm -hmm. um but the reason I my meditations are quite deep and they're quite intricate because I'm so visual but mm -hmm. also that's to help people that aren't visual and what I will find is I get feedback from people that have tried to meditate because they're sitting in silence and they struggle yeah. so they like my meditations because they're guided because I help them to see 
And what happens is the more people do it, the more they do see because they're accessing that creative part of the brain that's always there. We have these intuitive abilities and some of us are visual. Some of us will feel, will sense in our body. Some of us will hear. You know, these are these different intuitive abilities. And each one of us will have something that's, you know, one of them will be stronger for me and you. It's going to be visual. Okay, mm-hmm. for other people, like for my husband, it will be audible. It's audio stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, hearing he will just get he will hear words or whatever to help him in his business or whatever as he's walking. He'll just get a lot of words coming in. It's still a meditative place. It's just mm-hmm. um the way he does it versus me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um, I think whenever lockdown hit and people were coming to me physically, I just I heard you know I got this feeling that I needed to move this online you know I had clients you know across the world that I did work with so I thought you know right let's just do this and then try and help more people um, because this is going to go on for a while so I you know I did I stopped I closed the doors and even when we were allowed to see people face to face in this therapy business I didn't and I moved to so I I moved and I started doing one or two um, of my regular clients um, just on the phone and I tried video and I tried on the phone and what I found was because I am so visual I needed I get distracted by people so even when people were coming to me physically I was distracted by their hair and their voice and we were just talking about life that we didn't even get down to the nitty-gritty and yeah. it's the same even on video with me on zoom you know um like yeah, and that's probably difference. why this yeah the sun is shining in on me now so I can't even see you so that's showing me that this is serving me because I need to I'm in this intuitive place as I'm talking um so whenever I do my my with my clients I have the video off because I can literally it's like I can see them I can see their soul I can see their light I can see their power and many of us are afraid of that light and many people come to me and they are in such a low place um and I am like uh, you are so bright you are so beautiful and you're and they're like I don't know what you're saying I'm like I can see it I can feel it and I just help them to connect with that part of themselves mm-hmm. slowly but surely to remember who they are yeah and um it's interesting you should say about light because my kids are using all of the plugs so I don't even have a light that's why I'm like a, you're <laughs> shining all the light that we need to them like a dark half half of my face <laughs> is um in the dark but um yes I was also going to follow on that I want to talk a little bit about social media and about how you're very giving on social media and how you think that can improve business how that's helped your business but just for a minute I wanted to ask about um oh sorry you just said about mm. yes 2020 2020 sorry 2020 um I I'm very it was a strange year for me. Uh, COVID was was dreadful, but for my business, it was it was a, a same thing. I was forced really to go online after talking about it for so long. But do you think there has been um, an opening in people's hearts now? Whenever you can't travel, you can't add noise to your life. You, you don't get to do. Obviously, dinners out would be lovely, but you you can't fill your week to week your day to day the same thing the mundane the normal is very normal do you think there's been um an opening people are a little bit more responsive to the type of work that you do I, i feel it for me too i feel people are more willing to even take part in creative you know in in art practices but how do you view that yeah i mean for a very i say 2020 as this um it's like 
to me, it's like a massive wake up call. Mm-hmm. And I actually do I feel like I want to write a book about this to be honest I'll just add it to the list but to me it's like a as much as it's been very very difficult um a really really difficult year for many it's also got people to go within more it's got got people to just we we what we were doing was we were very much we were burnt out we were just constantly doing 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 and we were getting very and I count me in this as well okay Mm -hmm. I'm saying we um and we were losing sight of what's important not everybody but you know you know, I'm just speaking from experience and just with clients that I've maybe worked with. Okay. And, um, we were getting into this, you know, you know, sort of like a rat race of, you know, doing all the time of, you know, you know, shopping and eating and going out and to avoid going within, to avoid Mm -hmm. what's important. And even to the, to the point of these phones, and, you know, we were, you know, sitting at home and, you know, my, my daughter has a phone and I have a phone, my husband has a phone. And I remember, you know, sitting around the, ta- the dinner table with my parents and playing board games and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And that, and I loved that. I look forward to that as a child. So we were losing that connection with each other. Yeah. And what this has done is it's, all, it's brought us all to come into your homes mm-hmm. for a reason. And we have what's called an auric field, which is this um, energy field um outside of our body and what I feel with with this COVID what this has done is it's actually allowed our auric fields our auric fields we're all getting like joined up between each other Mm -hmm. and um what I feel is it's allowed us to breathe again it's allowed mother earth to breathe it's allowed everything just to be cleansed um and you know some people have struggled some people haven't and um what I was guided was is I I have been on this journey for a long time and I've sort of been doing it inside indoors hiding behind it and I know what I'm doing and I was guided that a lot of people are wanting to go within or wanting to maybe you know do and look within how do they look within what does that mean go within themselves look deep at this and that and and what makes them tick and who they really are but they didn't know how and I spent literally spent 10 years doing that Mm -hmm. so for me you know I feel my role here is to show up get out of my own way I have fears of speaking fears of doing videos fears of showing up fear of not being like fear of Chris I have so many fears mm-hmm. and um I just had to get out of my own way and um just show up and those that agreed with me that are not great that I resonated with yeah they would find me and those that didn't they can find somebody else and they can that's okay because I'm not for everybody yeah and there is enough of us doing this type of stuff in different ways and if you look at the likes of you know the likes of Tony Robbins and the likes of you know um even Gary B like I yeah. love them yeah um but they are they're very scientific it's very masculine it's boom, boom boom I need that at times but I also need a softer feminine approach I need somebody just with a softer energy with just really simple stuff what can I do in my day-to-day life <laughs> yes and that <laughs> is how I I felt um I connected with you and it was really good to because you're very open about that you say like we, we go through the different coaches and the different energy that they have and I, I don't know I don't even know how it fell in with us I think maybe did you buy a painting off me and then I was in a car park exchanging it do you know do you know I was at a, an event a couple of years ago with Kim Kim Constable you know the sculptor yeah. and I, I was at an event with her and uh, that she invited me it was like a business event and um you came on stage and I swear to god you were just this light I was like who is she <gasps> oh my god and you, I just loved you because you were just so natural and warm and I was I was like in awe of you I was just like this oh I love her I know that <laughs> uh, honestly and I just was like and then, um, then I followed you from that. And I was like, she's an artist. And because you were talking about fitness and stuff. And I was like, oh my goodness. 
And then um, whenever lockdown hit, and I didn't see the stuff that you were doing on lockdown because I was in my own crap, I suppose. Yes, I know. <laughs> and um, I didn't even know that you did like an interview series and stuff like that also. But then I was guided to do an interview series um, right. and do a, from me to we yes. to bring everybody out of me and let's connect together. Mm-hmm. And um, so I sat and I was like, okay, um, who will I invite? And I'll invite the people I know and be comfortable. I'll invite Kim and I'll invite Kim's sister, Carrie, and I'll, and I'll invite Lynn and I'll invite all these people I know. And then there was one spot left and I was like, who is this? And then you popped up and I went, oh, it's Ali. Because I was like, it's somebody I don't really know. And I have to go out of my comfort zone and reach out to them. And then I reached out to you. And um, you didn't reply. <laughs> I don't <laughs> see it. This is what I do. I don't, off, I don't, yes, I don't social media. social media. And I also, unless I get to it immediately, I don't open them until I have time to yes. sit. So yes, yes. That yes. Was not so anyway, yeah. no, I know that. But it was really good for me. Because then I went into my, oh my God. Oh, and I was like, I was just doing all this talk in my head. And I thought, oh, do you know what? At least you tried. And the next I thing, come back. All about that, Lee, isn't that funny? Totally, I know. And you come back with, oh, I'd love to do it. And I was just so delighted then it all worked out. But that allowed me, by you not replying to me, this is what many of us do, you see. It feels not like a reject. To me immediately. Can yes, you that? yes. It be- totally. You didn't see the messages. So you didn't yeah. not reply to me. But to me, that felt like a rejection. Mm-hmm. That brought up my feelings of not feeling good enough. That allowed me to go into myself and work deep. And um, go, I had to break all of this up and go, she just hasn't been on social media. She just hasn't seen this. It's not about, it's not about you. She has her own stuff. So I went into all of this in my head and I was like, okay, this is good. And the next thing then that cleared an energy and you contacted me. (laughs) Isn't that so strange? But I actually, it's strange that I'd forgotten about that even whenever amazing isn't it even yeah, whenever it I wasn't... was working with you last year but yeah it's yes. been a, it's been a lovely exchange for us anyway in terms of um like a creative appreciation and a journey as well like having you and Bo on my one of my workshops and yes it was yes. just when I came back from COVID and <laughs> apologies I think you took a lot of the heavy energy and the worry that I had around that for me no 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 that's why we, we we were meant to be there and you know I had my own stuff going on as you know around that time so we helped each other and I have the memories of those two paintings of the deer you know Bo has her deer and I have my deer of that workshop in frames in this room and they're they're beautiful do you know well you touched a little bit on it about fear there I love asking people how they deal with fear how um or or is there one or two of your oh, to tie that with social media, I think you're extremely good at giving on social and um, uh, that adds value, I believe, yeah, to yeah. your audience. And as you said, I feel like it's always giving without expectation, which is beautiful. Yes. Um, in that as well, there's fear with social media. Do you want to tie that in anybody that feels fear? So stepping into your topic. So when you contacted me, it was via social as well. Yes. When you do the meditation on a Monday, it's via mm-hmm. social. And mm-hmm. um, there's obviously fear associated with that. Mm-hmm. And you're saying there about feelings of um, not being good enough from an early age and they can mm-hmm. still resurface. Do you have any tips or nuggets or just you want to share how you deal with that? Do you know what? You just make friends with fear. Okay. <laughs> That's what I had to do. Um, and I had to, it, what I was doing was trying to be perfect and not feel fear. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. And um, we see a lot of people on social media and they look like they have no fear. And see if you talk to anybody that's really, they're amazing. They have a lot of followers. If you talk to them, they all feel fear. Mm-hmm. They just do it anyway. 
and I had to really become friends with this friend fear <laughs> and um, I actually see her as my inner child so when I seen her as my inner child which she really is and I was like we can do this we've got this and I just kept doing it there's a beautiful book called feel the fear and do it anyway, do it anyway. yeah and it literally is. And I talked to my daughter about this. I said, daughter, a darling daughter. <laughs> I said, darling, it was his boat. I said, darling, I feel this all the time, but I just do it. Mm-hmm. You just got to keep doing it. And for me, the more you do it, the easier it is. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, and that's why I, I, I decided to show up and I decided to do the interview series and I decided to do the, the Monday meditations. I never know what I'm going to do. I feel like I could be sick like on a Sunday night or a Monday morning. But it's interesting. It doesn't show up on the screen. I just start. And it's like, once you step into it, and this is the thing, it's like, you have to just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And then it's like, you know, for me, I have a faith, you know, I believe in God, believe in angels, and I believe in like a higher power, whether it doesn't matter about the terminology for me, whether it's the universe, whatever it is. And I just have this faith that is guiding me. And um, what, what happens is, you know, whenever I just trust in that, whatever it is I put one foot in front of the other and I know I'm going to be held and I know I'm going to be supported the more you do that the more you go oh goodness yes I am being supported and then you just yeah. and it becomes easier and easier and it gets it, it, it the fear just starts to dissipate it starts to calm down it starts to just get quieter that voice in your head that's telling you don't do this don't do this don't do this <laughs> and do you believe that uh putting that out and stepping out will attract your audience and to the right people to you I believe, I believe that we are all, we all have this light within us. And I believe the more that I just shine my light and just be me, okay, warts and all, just be me, good times, bad times, you know, I slip up, I say silly things, you know, um, that gives others permission to shine theirs, to do whatever that is there here to do. And it's funny, I have just set up this week and I was debating whether doing it, I've set up like a mentorship, a new mentorship program to help women that have been coming to me or have done the hormone balance they're like what's next Mm -hmm. and um they are wanting to shine their light but they don't know how and this is where we tune into the seasons we tune into and and they will all shine their light in different ways Mm -hmm. and what happens is we compare so some people will be going i don't want to do what she does on social media i don't i can't do interviews Mm -hmm. so then what happens is we 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 let that block us because we're comparing ourselves to others and in that beautiful group there's a i call it the seven sisters a beautiful group of seven women every single one of them is different and one of them you know is going to write screenplays and her beautiful light will shine through her screenplays somebody else will act because she's quite shy Mm -hmm. you know there's other people are going they're making little things you know but that there it's many different ways to show up for them you know and that's all very creative yes um yeah and my mentoring the students that I mentor as well I talk about that um you know the very first session is we've broken down into four modules Mm -hmm. and the first session is talking about you know you and personal branding and uh, one of the things I always say to them is if I was to say to you would um a photo with a little bit of picture on it or a video of you talking to the screen or just work like what is it or what is it that stands out for which room would you gravitate towards and it's so it's the same thing as you're saying about the seven people being different because you will align with that and that there's still value in that just because you're Mm -hmm. not doing face to face it's also been really lovely um I should actually send my mentoring students to you after but it's it's been a lovely journey for me to see how 
well, they might not start with video and they realize about fear, but by the end session, they're like, I've got, I've yes. got to it. I'm, I'm getting yes. to it. And um, yes. because it's more than just me giving strategies for business. Um, and I definitely think I've learned that from you is it's a, it's about someone being in the wings. Yes. Having you on and being there and someone who knows and is doing it. And sometimes yes. when I feel fear and I don't want to do things, I actually think about my mentoring students and feel like I owe mm-hmm. it to them. Totally. You're just being that lighthouse you know you're just just shining your light yeah. it does it doesn't matter whether you're not feeling it is you just you just do be you yeah and then that gives those people that are very similar to you to be them you yeah. know and I think that's what I recognized in you I recognized a lovely a quirkiness that reminded me of me yeah you know that you but you, that you and and just I don't want to say a weirdness like it's like a it's, it's like embracing your weirdness your well, quirkiness your fun <laughs> all right I'll hold my hand just very natural you know yeah. you know um just showing up as you and um you know no you know just like the girl next door and I really recognized that in you yeah. and that allowed me to then you know show, and I watched you know what you did and that allowed me to show up as me mm-hmm. you and, and you had to help me you know get through all the layers that people don't see underneath <laughs> <laughs> right but just as we wrap up then because I know you have a busy morning as well and um, tell me do you are you reading anything at the minute because I'm reading um I have started to read the Thursday Murder Club which is a bit more kind of the fluffy but um where's the book that I remember I ordered it by mistake and I said to you I've got it one of the so tell me one of the books you read. It doesn't have to be one related to work. Um, I know that one of mine was about the universe that I had. Um, have you there read? Big, what, have you read Big Magic? Actually, I was talking about. Oh, this. do you know I bought that? I bought that ages ago. Same on um the Kindle, and um you know the Kindle where you have so yeah. I had you know and and I thought I want to get that out again and get it on my Kindle because it's not on my Audible, so I'm trying to find my Kindle. Yes, <laughs> and that was I really recently so thank you for the reminder of that but I actually um there's a book I've bought and I, I can't remember the exact name of it I got it on audible the other day um and it's about embracing your mean girl okay and that is something that's really important for us to touch on is this wild side of us is this free side of us you know I think we have been brought up to be this good girl this perfect yes. girl to say and I think that's where a lot of us women as mothers we get overwhelmed mm-hmm. because we're trying to be so perfect and to do everything and you know you'll find that in your own life you know trying to homeschool and cook and do all of that because we're trying to do everything and um this really helps you to have boundaries it really helps you because whenever we have boundaries we feel like a bit like oh god I'm not being a very nice person because that's the way we've been brought up and that mean girl is that part of you that you're not being mean at all you just have boundaries yeah and um I can't remember the name of it but I'll send it to you anyway to post it I can't unless it's something about your mean girl I was like that's enough and I'm listening to that I can't remember who um but I do have a book in front of me which I think people would love and I'm sure you know do you know the artist's way and that's for people, you know. Wow. Oh, listen- yes, I know. Julia Cameron, is it? Yes. So yes, people I have listening, heard that. For me, there is a lovely thing in this book where it talks about us all being artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, every single one of us, the artists of our own life. And it gives you lovely tips into, um, you know, there's two things that you do in this book. And it, one of them is called The Morning Pages. And for me, I talk to people about having a morning ritual with they just spend with themselves. Mm-hmm. And whether it's just five minutes, 10 minutes, and 
I sort of learned this also from Glennon Doyle, and that's one of her book, Untamed, is probably one of the best books you could read. Oh, that's what I listened to. About accessing your wild. That's the wild woman as well. Mm -hmm. And she is amazing. And she is just so real and to the point. And um, you just recognize yourself in her. Mm -hmm. And she started, you know, for her to write, she would would go into the wardrobe in the morning at five in the morning away from the kids and just write. Yeah. and um so I started doing that there's also um the morning miracle is another book talks about the morning your morning and that allows you but there's a thing in this called the morning pages right. where a lot of people you know where you just download all your crap you just literally all of the stuff that's in your head mm-hmm. you know arguments with husbands or things that you felt bad about saying or doing and you get rid of it and then you rip it up Brilliant. so it's not like journal it's very very different mm-hmm. and you also have like a weekly date with yourself whether you grab a book you sit and read it or whether you just go for a walk or you go for a drive and those two things just to finish it off you know just to start to access and get to know you better um would be what i recommend and that's she talks about this in this book and you're reading that at the minute then that's your yes yes that's one of the books. brilliant well thank you thank you for thank literally you so shining your light um <laughs> and sharing i've been looking forward to it for quite a while and it's coming for people to um, and especially with the listeners increasing and people being open to this uh, whole experience, which you blot off whenever you busy yes. yourself and you um, even you're sitting there about shopping. There's so many things we can just fill the void. And um, the whole point of my podcast is how to build a creative business in a yes. noisy world. Yes, so it's totally. just space. But thank you. And can you just tell Aww. us where people can find you? Yes, so um, I do a lot of stuff on Instagram mainly, uh, my well-being pal, um, and um, I I am setting up a podcast Woo-hoo! as well. Also, put it out to the universe. You can't. This yeah, is, you can't back this, down is, <laughs> this is great practice. And one of the other things I've been guided to do, my daughter wants to do something with me. So I'm going to do some TikTok videos with her. I talk about the mother and daughter relationship um, in a fun way. So stay tuned for that. Uh, that is, I mean, <laughs> it's, about, it's about seeing where where people's eyes are at the minute. People's eyes are on TikTok. Do you know, just to give you a laugh, because my, my TikTok is growing. I just put in little time lapses. This morning, I had to Google how to do a live on it and I still can't figure out how to do a live I was going to do a live of the human face because I thought I may as well share that in every channel yes. like how to draw the human face anyway on that note thank you for being part of the hindsight series thank you and thank for you me. oh it was lovely to have you and people can then see this on YouTube on Ali Heart YouTube and then on my podcast which is iTunes um, and you'll be listening to this anyway if you're on the podcast but I would yeah. love you to subscribe and um, to la- hear all the other people that I have interviewed I'm really enjoying that series this series and I think you can tell but I will see you on the other side thanks for listening today and um, if you would love me to be your mentor then you can get in touch you can actually see it on my website alihart.com I love mentoring people it has helped me to grow as a business and as a professional and it has been a beautiful journey to be able to impart wisdom off the podcast and to really dig deep into individuals uh, experience and creativity to help them flourish so you can get in touch by the website alihart.com you can also see all my tutorials on there if you'd like a little bit of headspace I've got free ones on there and my YouTube channel but thanks for taking the time to listen and engage with my content and I'd love you to subscribe to the podcast so that you get all my other interviews and my little nuggets of help